Anyhow, they come in. He starts counting one, two, three. And I mean, I'm on three. Boom. <laughs> hey, boom. You know, boom, boom right away. This segment of DOD TV is brought to you by Leopold, American to the core. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another spine tingling edition of. God, I almost called it the Thinking Woodsman show. What a. It's not that. Hey. Uh, what? Can we go with the people who pay you? <laughs> yeah, well, why don't we do that? <laughs> Let's go with that one. <laughs> this segment of DOD TV is brought to you by Google, American to the core. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Drury Outdoors 100% Wild Podcast. I'm Tim Chelsvik. I'm Matt Drury, and we... We killed turkeys. Yeah. We're, we're turkey killers. Pretty much. If you need tips on how to kill turkeys, this is where you come. That's what she said. <laughs> like, we, ten, don't ten we don't have a guest today. We don't have a guest today. The wheels have already fallen off. Yeah. Um, so... We've got some shout outs to get to. We'll we'll get to those in just a second. But a super tease. Your turkey kill, I don't think I've ever seen a kill like that. Hmm. This the synchronicity on it, it was it was amazing. Well, thank you, Tim. So thank you and thank Aaron Bennett because you guys had a plan down. The, so. It mostly is Aaron. <laughs> it's this is mostly due to Aaron. Gotcha there. But this, the uh, how you guys t- we'll, we'll talk about that. All right, all right, all right, all right. Let's let's shout out our uh, our people. Let's start shouting. All right. You want the first one or you want me to take the first one? Why don't you grab that one? All right. Back to the woods outdoors on YouTube says uh, no kidding. Turkey hunting is hard. Have been having trouble getting on one with a bow. Had one 50 yards away from me. Practically dead. Just if he had a shotgun. (laughs) 12 gauge. Actually, I shot my bird last year with a 20 gauge at 57 steps. I didn't realize that until he stepped it off. Yeah. It was an intense moment. But it worked. Yeah. (laughs) He was walking away. (laughs) (laughs) He'd had enough. That's right. Um, And Taylor Johnson... Uh, on uh, DeerCast, referencing the the Michael Waddell show, he said, I think it's awesome when companies with different partnerships and competitors can still work together and be a voice for the outdoor industry. It doesn't happen near enough. Good work. And he was specifically talking about the Mountain Dew partnership and how Waddell's working with them and and uh, and we are too. Yeah. And I, I think in general, you know, even about different partnerships, competitors that he's referring to how Michael, obviously Realtree and, and we're Mossy Oak and we have a bunch of different sponsors, but that really doesn't matter. I mean, mm-hmm. the industry is super small. If right. you're in the industry, you, you know that like, you, you, you know, it's very, very small. And so everybody's pretty much friends. And if you're not somebody's friend in the industry, either there may be something wrong with you. <laughs> yeah. Cause this is pretty much a good old boy network. hundred percent. So, yeah. so All right. thanks for the shout outs. We always appreciate it. If so, we need to, we need to remind people don't keep this show to yourself. Tell people $200. we'll give you money. Tell people about the show. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, this show, we really need referrals, basically. <laughs> we need you to tell your friends that when they're like, hey, man, you got a cool, hip new podcast to listen to? Hey. You say, hey, hey pal. Yeah, I got one. It's called the 100% Wild Podcast from Drury Outdoors. And then your friend will ask, are you having a stroke right now? <laughs> your voice sounds awfully bizarre. That's my announcer voice, Tim. Oh, Okay. Hey, you don't like it? <laughs> you scared your family with your announcer voice. Yeah, and many other things. 
the dad yelling voice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the why is the TV on voice? The why are the lights on voice? <laughs> we we try not to hit people over the head with like, hey, push the show, like tell people about it. But we the, we probably have swung the pendulum too far one direction. We don't really tell anyone about this show. No, in fact, you never see Drury Outdoors promote this show. It's, yeah, maybe one of our best kept secrets. You know, if we just had a team of social media posters that could do that for us. That's uh, not a bad idea. <laughs> Scott has glowering us. Yeah, we need to put one more thing on Scott's, uh, Scott's, Scott's table. Yeah, it'd be great if any of them wanted to help me do that, promote this Imagine stuff. Imagine that. So, so, yeah. so do tell your friends, your family, loved your ones. Your enemies. I don't care. Tell, Especially your enemies. Tell anybody. Um, yeah, because we, we sure appreciate it. And, and we could use a few, a few more questions of the day, too. Absolutely. All right. So start with your turkey hunt. You archery killed uh-huh. a turkey. Yeah. Last week. Um, despite all the odds. <laughs> killed the killed the gobbler. You know, it's funny when it comes together, you start to feel like maybe I do know what I'm doing. This hunt happened like some of Mark's hunts. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's like, no, <laughs> it just kind of happenstance <laughs> fell together. But it was a property where this is my last season getting to hunt it. Like it's literally changing hands at the end of May. So uh this was was a ridge where I had killed my first ever turkey, and that was with a bow. It was a Jake, it was with a bow. Um, this bird died exactly in the spot where I was sitting when I killed that first bird. That's cool. It was just it just a cool kind of full circle. Yeah. Uh, it's up on a, on a ridge. It's like 750 feet of elevation and it's like 250 feet of elevation gain to get up there. So it's a hike and there's no access taking a truck or a side by side, or I had to hike everything up there. So Friday, when I left the studio here, I went over to the property through the blind and a couple chairs and the decoys on my back and hiked up through the timber to set it up. I had a buddy coming over from Columbia, Missouri. He's going to drive the two hours to come film Saturday morning morning, which to me is a lot of pressure. Cause I don't want to waste anyone's time. Yeah. That's a lot That's of four dr- hours of driving yeah, for, <laughs> for sitting in a blind to do nothing. Um, so we got up there good timing. We weren't really uh, hurrying for, for the, the, the sun, the sunrise. It was just, it was, you know, we were in there plenty of time. Um, got the avian axes out and, uh, I put them at like 10 steps. Like I, I, w- I wanted them in close and we didn't hear any fly downs, no gobbling off the roost. It was just a, cu- a quiet morning. I was thinking, man, this is, this Here we could go. be pretty rough. <laughs> and, but I kept kind of calling intermittently. I was using the final roost pot call and, um, and then we heard one firing off and, and it was this ridge kind of intersects with another ridge and some two, three different valleys kind of drop off from around it. It's kind of a, almost a plateau. And, um, so he's probably off a hundred yards in the timber and we're kind of on the old pasture side. It's a big open grassy area with a big cedar tree in the middle. And, uh, so I hit the call again and he sounds off kind of to the South. Like he's walking down the the valley in the timber. And, uh, and then I, I take out the final roost box call and do a few gobbler yelps and he fires off and he's a lot closer. And so, um, and, and then, so, so we're turning all the cameras on and everything, getting ready to roll. And Caleb says, there he is. And he's, you know, big periscope head pops up mm-hmm. through the tall grass. And, uh, and I gave him one last little set of, set of yelps, uh, with the pot call and he locked eyes on the decoys and 
strutted out and he's probably at 40 yards at this point. And my buddy's never run camera before. So this is his first, I was like, and before we started the hunt, I said, just tell me when you're on the bird. So I know that you're on him. And so he's looking at him through the cedar tree and he's like, I'm on the bird. It's like, okay, well, I have no shot, but it's, it's good, to <laughs> good to know. Yeah. Yeah. Are you recording? <laughs> so the bird's making a big kind of loop around the cedar tree instead in front of us. He goes out of my, my blind window. So I got nothing. And, and Caleb is like, he's coming, he's coming, he's coming towards the decoys. And so I come to full draw and it's just weird. Cause I'm sitting on the, you know, the left side of the blind. I got nothing to see here. I, I am a freak about keeping everything black behind me. I'm at full draw, just waiting. And when he shows up, he's at like eight steps. It's just, it's crazy to have him show up right there. And, uh, and I'm kind of following him and I've got, uh, a seam in the blind that's, of course, right in the middle yeah. of where he's at. He's on the left, then he's on the right, and then he's on the left. And and he was in the decoys, and I really wanted to let him fight and put on a show. He strutted up at this point, but I also know there's a lot of things that can go wrong. Don't take it for granted. I need to just take the shot. Yeah, and so and he he was so darn close. All I see in my sight housing are feathers. I mean, it's just. He's bigger than the, the sight picture that yeah. I have. And so I, I let him have it. And the arrow kind of, it, it, I got, I got full penetration, but the arrow is kind of sticking out one side still that the fletchings are. Yeah. And, and he starts flapping, takes off and he fl- flaps his way into the fence line. That part was crazy <clears throat> how he kind of flapped. <laughs> it's like flying on the ground. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was, it was crazy looking. I've never really seen that. And, and uh, you know, you're always afraid of hitting a wing bone because if you do, they can still run away. There's just no guarantees with an arrow. And, and a lot of guys say when they archery hunt that they prefer the arrow to stay in the bird because it messes them up a little more, makes it harder for them to move, to sneak through fences if they happen to run, those kind of things. Uh, so he he was down and and I think we I think that was like just before seven o'clock. So we'd been in the blind for maybe an hour, an hour and a half or so. Nice. Not very long. And you just when it comes together, at least me. It still seems surreal. Like I can't believe that'll happen, and we got it on camera. Yeah, it was it was uh, it was an awesome hunt. But great bird, twenty three point eight pounds. I haven't measured the spurs or the yeah. the beard or anything. I'm just happy to have them. That's then, pretty awesome. Then I cooked the tenderloins for Caleb uh, for lunch that day, so yeah. it was a little little bonus. We pan fried them. Oh, so I bet that was good. It was delicious. The butter. Yep. Yep. Uh, so, uh, so, so that bird's that bird's in the books. Now I can kind of focus. I got a few buddies that want to try to kill a bird and I, I don't have any real desire to kill a second one. I, yeah. I don't really need to. I don't feel like at this point. So, well, congratulations. Thank you. Not easy to bow kill them. It's no, and, 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 and people give me a hard time and rightfully so it's not a normal thing to do. It's now. Could you gun hunt on that piece? Yeah, mm-hmm. man. I mean, I got to be honest, when I watched the hunt, I thought, man, he would have just dropped right there if he'd have shot him in the face with a gun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's, there would have been no getaway at that point. <laughs> but your way is much harder. <laughs> yeah. Sure, in some odd way, it's satisfying. There, there's the right way, the wrong way, and the Tim Chelswick way, which is really the wrong way, just harder. Hey, it was a cool hunt though. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. very good. And and you know, kudos to Caleb for his first time running the yeah, camera. Yeah, he didn't do bad. Yeah, yeah, did a, did a good job. We got a bunch of different course, angles on it's it. It's up in Deer Cast right now. You can see the kill Go right now. Check it out.
just like your hunt. That's right. There are a lot of parallels listening to your story of, of the hunt. There's a lot of parallels of how it went down. Uh, Two mediocre <laughs> turkey hunters. Yeah, but that ain't <laughs> no lie. Shining down on them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So for for my hunt, so I uh, got a new lease. Aaron Bennett and I went in on a new lease together, and I had shared the story last uh time or two ago on the podcast about how we hunted a kind of a mid morning hunt there. And Mm -hmm. guy came up and (laughs) there's an access (laughs) road on there. Yeah. And he was just came up to cut wood. He had no permission to be on the property. Just one of those deals that just, you know, what can't happen or what can go wrong. wrong. So anyway, so Aaron and I talked about it and we're like, all right, if we're going to have some success here, we need to really be there at daybreak. It's about an hour. It's it's probably an hour, hour and five minutes away from my house, which isn't horrible. Uh, but when I you talk about daybreak for turkey hunting, you're talking about rut hunting a whitetail, uh-huh. basically like getting up at, I got up at 3.30. Actually, I set my alarm for 3.30, but I woke up at like 2.30. You know, it's like if you got an early flight, I don't know if you're like I this, but I can't, I can't sleep. sleep. So no. I kept waking up and I went to bed at like 9.30 trying to make sure I got some rest knowing I would wake mm-hmm. up several times. So 3.20, I finally, I woke up and I'm like, all right, I'm up. I'm get, Let's go. You know, let's do this. So we get out there. I meet up with, uh, Scott and Aaron. Cause so Scott was coming to film mm-hmm. and Aaron, and I, the night before we discussed it, he had been getting Reconyx pictures, cell pictures of <clears throat> two long beards together. The day we hunted there, we saw three Jakes and some hens and, um, the, the, the landowner that owns it. He also hunts there and mm-hmm. you know, his wife had killed one on opening day and he kind of talked about it being a couple more. So this spot actually like it, it was worth picking the lease up just to have a turkey spot because mm-hmm. my other lease has really not much for turkeys and I, it's very random whether or not you're going to see one there. It's almost not worth hunting turkeys sure. there because it's that random and that's even further away from the house. So anyway, so <clears throat> Aaron went in and he roosted the night before he pretty much pinpointed where these two Nice. We're, we're at. And so we got within, I'd say a hundred yards of, of where they were. And <clears throat> so that, that morning it was fun because the day before I had just picked up this new tracker off road oh, yeah, yeah. electric, the EV. The EV. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I had brought it out and, you know, we piled on a blind, three chairs, three decoys, the three of us, three turkey vests, two guns. The night before when Aaron and I were talking, I'm like, hey, if you think we could do it, let's try. He's like, do you want to, should I bring my gun? I'm like, absolutely. Let's try to double. I mean, that's like, that never happens. You can Mm -hmm. say it all the time, but yeah, let's, we could double on these birds, man. Let's do it. What else do you think he was going to do? Just well, I think Aaron, Aaron's such a good dude. Like he, like he was wanting to make sure I killed on the new lease. Gotcha. And if I killed, then he could maybe get a shot. Like, sure. I'm like, no, let's try to get in there and see if we could both shoot one. Okay. So <clears throat> anyways, we get in there and it's starting to crack daylight a, a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, we're still far from sunrise, but I'm like, man, we got to get rolling. So we, you know, flew in there on the electric buggy we 
you know, get the blind popped up. They get the decoy set out. We get the camera set up. We got to attack the cam and a verb. And I go <laughs> the whole time you're a hundred yards from the birds. Yeah. And <clears throat> I finally am to the point, like, I'm like, we got to get moving guys. You know, we had hit, I, I kind of parked the tracker off road, uh, uh, you know, a couple hundred yards away, okay. but fairly close. And we, you know, we, so we were getting, it was getting to the point where it's like, we got to get in this blind yeah. at the very least. Get that the blind. sense of panic as the sun yeah. is the sky is turning a little pink out yeah. there. It's like, Oh, I don't like that. So we get in the blind. We're kind of getting situated. Aaron's got his gun out. I got my gun out. I'm on the right. Scott's in the middle. Aaron's on the left. And <clears throat> all of a sudden, you know, they fire off nice. and they're, they are close. And Aaron, I could just tell by looking at his face, like he's like, they're close. <laughs> they're and he, here. he's like, they flew down. I didn't realize it. Like, he's like, they're on the ground. And it was not it. I don't know what time it was at this point, but it's like right around where it's like sh legal shooting. Sure. Like we may have to wait a minute kind of thing. Uh -huh. And <clears throat> so we're trying to figure out the cameras. He's like, they're on the ground. They're coming. Get ready. So the whole point of it, we were going to try to put my cell phone in this like little hawk hunting, I don't know, like monopod thing yeah, that yeah. we attached to the camera that Scott was running. And I'm like, okay, put this in here. I turned the camera on, but we didn't hit record yet. And then we're like looking for the Tacticam remote. Cause I got two Tacticams on my gun mm -hmm. and there's a Tacticam that Scott set out on the decoy. Like all we gotta do is hit the button. It's a circus. And hit to, to record all of them. Yeah. And we had even a little cardboard box that I had brought because it had the batteries. It had the, it, not only the Tacticam, it had these new GoPros, like and all these extra cameras. Well, the, the Tacticam like remote was in that and it was sure. in front of, it was just too far away to grab. Cause Aaron's like, they're coming. So it's a real goat rope. Like we, even though we had a plan and even though we had all these cameras and even though we thought we were, they came so quickly that we couldn't Good job. We couldn't get on them in time. Like, couldn't get everything on in time. Yeah. I couldn't believe it because this never happens this way. Like, the plan is actually working, mm -hmm. basically. Yeah. And I couldn't believe it. So they came in basically running. We had a J, uh, HDR, ABN HDR Jake, the ABN HDR uh, breeder, and then maybe a lookout or a feeder. I forget which one. And they saw those decoys and I think that Jake just really charge ticked them in. off yeah. and they charge in. And so, you know, we're ready. And the night before we talked about it, if they come in, we're going to one, two, three, shoot. Mm -hmm. And so <clears throat> Aaron starts counting, you know, they're in there on the decoys. And unfortunately we didn't have that decoy camera turned on because I couldn't reach the tact cam yeah. remote. And I thought I had my tact cam turned on cause I had to manually do the two on my gun and he sure. had one on his gun. So we would manually turn those on. Well, one of mine was in dark mode. The one that was on the FTS, which is the actual scope camera. Yeah. So, so no I, LEDs, no indication it's on except for the buzz. Yeah. And usually I, I use that all deer season that way. I prefer it to be in dark mode because mm -hmm. the light, especially if you're in the blind, it's bright. Yeah. And a turkey, I don't want it like spooking on that. So you know, shouldn't have been a problem, but it was, things were happening so fast. Like I hit a button, I hit another button and looking at this, I'm looking at that and turkeys are in front of us. And I apparently had it on and I turned it off. 
sure on the FTS. So I missed that angle, but the other one and Aaron, luckily Aaron kind of saved us because his tacticam on his gun barrel was on. So it was all good. But anyhow, they come in, he starts counting one, two, three. And I mean, I'm on three. (laughs) Hey, boom, you know, boom, boom right away. It's cool. Cause inside the blind, we got a camera rolling that you could see like the fire coming out of his barrel. You see the shot go off mine, his like, it was, it was a great hunt. I mean, the sun's coming up. It was like five 55. I think it was right Mm -hmm. before six o'clock. So literally all that effort and time and like we're done. All those days where you sit till one o'clock and then you have one where the sun can't even get up and you're well, done. Basically, we ended up doing that anyways because Scott had a tag. So mm, I sure. wanted to keep, keep hunting. Bird. Which, yeah, we yeah. wanted to try to kill another bird there if we uh-huh. could because it was so early. And this property, the way it lays out, there's little fingers all over it in this big open field. And so I thought, well, hell, we're, we could still get on one. So anyways, we killed our two birds and and – the sun's coming up. It's just beautiful. It's that just perfect, magical mm-hmm. time yeah. to do a photo shoot. Scott just does what he does best and Nailed took it. a bunch of great photos and video. And we it, it was almost as much fun. Like the photo shoot part was uh-huh. just as much a part of the day because the hunt happened so quickly. Uh, but it was a great day. And we, we went and we tried, you know, we were on another bird. We couldn't coax him off the neighbor's property on the, on our side. And we tried for, you know, for a while. And mm-hmm. finally we kind of threw in the towel and we went and got, uh, we, we killed so early. We were saying, Hey, we're going to go get breakfast. But then we kept hunting and we ended up oh, hunting. Sure. It was lunchtime. So we went and got lunch, barbecue. And there you go. Yeah, it, was a good, it was a good, it was just a good day. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we, I was having a uh, get together the next day. So that was Friday. So the next day was Saturday and we were going to have a get together at the house. It was going to be a bonfire night. Perfect. Beautiful Saturday night. And so I had cubed up the, the turkey breast oh, yeah, and yeah. had to sit in buttermilk all night. And then we used that new totally wild seasoning and threw that in there. And man, it was really good. Well, we, I, I cubed up both sides. So, cause I didn't know how many people were going to be there. And this sure. is, for me was like an opportunity to like all these, none of these people hunt that uh-huh. were coming over. So be the ambassador. Yeah. So, and the I, ambassador had, I did that last year too. And my, you know, the neighbors and, and my brother-in-law and sister, sister-in-law and everybody came down and you know, they just loved it. And so I thought, Hey, here's another chance. So sure. the timing worked out really, really good in that regard. And, uh, Scott came over and we, we, fried up that turkey and Heck ate yeah. it right there the next there day go. and everybody loved it and it was kind of like i don't know the reason why you do it, it was so fun and that's mm-hmm. the way you wish it was every time you went but it's hardly really ever that way right but man it was a good time and and getting that first bird like i don't know about you but like i felt like a major relief mm-hmm. the first thought that came to my head was okay now i can sleep in tomorrow morning yeah no I doubt get up again like because i like I, i'm exhausted at this point and i i haven't hunted as many as much as a lot of folks do but i have been going a few times before i come in here and uh it's just, that's exhausting early mornings make for long days yeah yeah so, so again just to reiterate we're really good at killing turkeys <laughs> yeah, yeah probably some of the best people we know at least one a year one every other year <laughs> That's 60% of the time. 60% of the time, it works every time. You know, it, it's one of those deals where I love turkey hunting. We talked about us. I love it so much more than deer hunting. And it's, I hunt way less for turkeys than I do for deer. I don't understand, but I think it's just that social 
man, it was just when it comes mm-hmm. together like that, it's just so fun. And I know it is for deer too, but that's a long grind of like four months. Yeah. Where your wife hates you. Yeah. <laughs> More so. <laughs> yeah. And, and usually I'm not with anyone during deer season. So, so t- to be able to kill with a buddy, like I haven't seen Caleb in, in a long time. So it was cool to have someone to share it with yeah. and just for someone to like, he's never seen the turkey get killed before. And so for him to come out and right off the bat to see that happen, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun so, stuff. Here's to next season. That's right. I mean, I, you know, there's still time as we're recording this, uh, there's still time to hunt. And I know you may take somebody out. I I'm starting a home remodel project and got in the kitchen and all that. So I'm yeah, done pretty yeah. much. Like it was, it couldn't have happened in a better mm-hmm. time frame. Like I'm like, all right, I killed it. She was happy because we were having people over. She loves eating it. You know, oh, yeah, she's yeah. like, Oh man, awesome. And Cameron, I had texted home that morning. I'm like, I killed, here's the kill. And Cam's like, his response back was awesome. Is dad coming home early today? One. And then the second thing was, we're going to be able to fry that turkey up tomorrow for the party. Like that, even he was thinking that <laughs> He's way. on the program. Six, so it was awesome. Sweet. Yeah. All right. Well, we're killers. All right. On to the next thing. Let's, uh, let's do the question of the day. Question of the day is proudly brought to you by Leupold Optics, makers of an all new line of performance eyewear offering both ballistic protection and rugged good looks. Speaking of rugged good looks. Hello. My name is John Watson. I live in Baltimore, Maryland. And, my question is, is it possible to find public land available in the state of Texas, or is it all private land you have to go through an outfitter? Thank you. Thank you, I John. hope you researched this one. Because <laughs> as I, always, I just sat down. I'll take my pack outs out, <laughs> but these are an example of the recalled Very good. optics. I didn't know if you would have told me ahead of time I would have wore mine through the I whole podcast. I giving you a show sheet before like that we started. Like where the glasses go down on the <laughs> scorcher somebody. <laughs> yes. All right. There's over a million acres of public accessible land in Texas. I'm not surprised because Texas is gigantic and everything's bigger and better in Texas. So you would imagine there's a bunch of public ground, but I wonder how the hunting is on it. Yeah. I I mean, it's, it's obviously good enough for people to go out. I know the Texas parks and wildlife uh, uh, department does a nice job of managing game in the state. So if you go to Texas parks and wildlife, their website, you can search for all the publicly accessible land. Some of it's owned by uh, the state. Some of it's owned by private individuals who've uh, consented to allow public on there, but there's, I mean, that's a lot of ground to hunt. Yeah. So awesome. Yeah. And there's good turkey hunting down there too. Oh my gosh. I've never been, but I I would love to go down South. Uh, I mean, just anywhere outside of Missouri, Illinois. I just like to go anywhere. (laughs) If anybody wants to invite me somewhere to hunt turkeys, I'm just saying I'm Tim and I'm here. (laughs) I'm ready. I would go. I would do that for you. Um, so yeah. And, and, and right now with, with as many tools as we have, on different uh, game agencies have apps where you can locate uh, free, you know, open ground to hunt. There's a lot of resources. You just got to put a little time in. Even uh, like on X, you know, you go on there and it's so but the state easy, lands, yeah, to find out where on. public land hunting is, and mm-hmm. from the comfort of your, you know, your couch, toilet. you can our toilet, you can go and find anything. You just get all their states and say, okay, you plot out exactly where you want to go, and then start calling up some people and find out if you can do it. Heck yeah. Okay. All right. Wildlife word. It's brought to you by Tracker Off Road. Oh, the reason. 
Matt was able to get to his birds quick and quiet. It was Friday morning. It was the reason we got there on time. They're made with the know-how of American workers built for those who love the outdoors. You know what was interesting about it? <clears throat> so after, as we were hunting, we had a blind set up from when Aaron and I were hunting like a couple of days before that uh-huh. we had moved it. It was missing from the field. Like we're like, what the hell? And we saw a chair or two chairs laying out there on mm-hmm. the field. And we're like, all right. So, cause we had brought in our own new blind for the spot we were setting up on. Sure. And so we went looking for it. Like we drove all over this property on this thing after we killed and striking birds and trying to get on one. Well, we finally found the blind and the three chairs. And so we had, by the time we packed out, we had two dead turkeys. We had two ground blinds. We had six chairs. We had three or four decoys. We had three people, three vests, two guns all on this unit. And let me tell you, man, it, didn't skip a beat. Like nice. it, it's got a lot of get up and go in the rabbit mode. Like it'll snap your head back a little bit. I'm not lying. Like I mean, it's crazy. Uh, electric vehicles are known for their torque. It's got six. So I pulled up the seat, the hood and it's got six, I think it's 12 volt batteries in this thing. Okay. Like it's got some umph to it. And it went a long time. We hunted that whole day, that whole morning, I should say. And we left for lunch. And uh, so then I took it back, maybe spit maybe a quarter of a charge because I had it full from the night before. Uh And I used it the next two days because they say you need to take it out like three or four times and completely drain it. Oh, sure. And and then recharge it. And and then it builds up, the batteries build up memory. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to drain it all the way. Well, if I left it at the lease or left it somewhere, we wouldn't be able to do that. So I took it home and I've been trying to drain it down and then Uh fill it back up, you know, or charge it back up. It took me all weekend, just finally yesterday. So three days, four days later is I finally had to plug it back in. Like it it lasts a long time. Sweet. I was pretty impressed with it. So Maybe someday I'll get a ride in it. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe not. (laughs) You got to earn the, you got to earn the right to ride. (laughs) Take that back. (laughs) Dorothy Mantooth is a saint. Okay. The wildlife word. Hen turkeys stay on their nests, incubating them for how many days, Matt? A, eight days. Mm. B, 13. C, 140, or D, 28? I feel like there's no obvious <laughs> answers. It's usually They're all numbers. Like, to me, usually there's a... I, I wish you would have put in, like, A, uh, 1,000, <laughs> B, 2,000, four, D, <laughs> dish rag. Uh, I'm going to go with 28. I have no idea. I'm going to go with D, 28. You win. Ding, ding. It's almost <laughs> a month. I, I yeah, I figured they can't do it at eight, and thirteen's basically eight, and 140 seems a little ridiculous. So <laughs> hedging poults in September. I used that college education, and I kind of d all of the above nice kind job. of answered yeah. it. So. Yeah, nice job. Yeah, but they and, proud in of fact during here. that time they'll they'll only leave like maybe once a day to go feed, but they're they're pretty much on that nest the whole time. All it's right, commitment. commitment. That was me Speaking throwing of. my paper off the set for all you guys just listening. Yeah, you can watch or listen to the show. You can watch it on YouTube, our dear cast, and you can listen anywhere. You can listen to a podcast, we're, basically. We're all over. So again, tell your friends, register to hunt with Mark and Terry this fall if you haven't already. In that's deer going cast. On that's in deer, deer cast. cast. Yep. yep. Um, 
Did we just become best friends? Pretty much. Did we just become best friends? Yup. Yup. All right. Let's uh, let's end the show. Let's do it. Okay. Until next time. Peace out. DeerCast is giving you the chance to hunt with Mark and Terry Drury. Head over to DeerCast.com to enter.